Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> Hey, chickens. Uh, I talked about cons <laughs> a lot. Um, like mini cons. They're really cute. Uh, like they're, they're just the most adorable things in the world. Um, so, yeah, uh, get along to those if you can. Uh, now, I've got heaps and heaps and heaps of messages um, <laughs> from various people about various things. Uh, so, by the way, I... I hope you didn't think I was talking about going to see Janet Fielding and Sophie Aldrich because you thought I was going to take my recording equipment and talk to them because, you know, I don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> there are plenty of podcasts that do do that. And by the way, Sirens of Audio, they have had some spectacular names. If you want to uh, catch up with some, you know, people from Doctor Who past. Um, also, Crispy Pro, who I was on his podcast just recently and one of his uh, YouTube videos, Crispy is talking to he's recently talked to uh Janet Fielding and I believe he caught up with Sophie Aldred this weekend just gone um at the Gold Coast supernova uh so yeah ha- head over to his uh YouTube channel and you'll be able to get video interviews with them um but yeah I like to just turn up as a fan and hang out really i mean i did get my photo taken with some people because they wanted to because you know i used to be on the telly um anyway (laughs) i will do that happily i'm you know it's not my event i'm not i'm not charging money for autographs or photos so if you want to barrel up hi i will uh happily chat um and go to lunch with you (laughs) like seriously i'm Lots of fun at a convention uh, or a mini con. Um, so let's talk about the day of the doctor. Uh, I know we've been talking about it for months. Um, so I just got a message from Jack uh, who says, I love how in the scene in the tower when Prince Philip and his chin, oh my God, 
That's Matt Smith, the 11th Doctor. When Prince Philip and his chin is scratching the numbers onto the wall, it's actually the time and date that an unearthly child aired. That is deeply nerdy, and I love it. Um, <laughs> also, to notice that, I did not, I, that was not something that I noticed. So, thank you very much. Um, very awesome. Uh, also, while on the, uh, the day of the Doctor, uh, there was a mention of, uh, I think it was Squally on Patreon mentioned her favourite book, uh, or not her favourite book, the Doctor's favourite book, reading it over and over again for, um, you know, sort of to make him <laughs> feel comforted. Uh, and I brought up my favourite book, uh, which was well, a whole bunch of them, really, Connie Willis books. Um, and Jeff on Patreon's like, oh, wow, Connie Willis is the best. Yes, Jeff, I agree. Thank you. Oh, my God. So exciting to find another Connie Willis stan. <laughs> Um, and he asks if she's ever written a Who episode, she'd make a great showrunner. Well, she would, but I mean, she's a prose writer. This is a thing. It's sometimes very difficult to cross over from one form to another. Um, some people are great at it. Some people are great at going from prose to script to like from theater to start to television, to movies, but some people don't aren't really that great at the leap from one to the other. I mean, Connie Willis's books do read like romantic comedies, but science fiction, which is amazingly and deftly done. Um, I know they have made a film of one of her Christmas short stories. She's got heaps of them. They're amazing. Um, Which had Mary Tyler Moore in it. It was like a made-for-TV. You know how many Christmas movies are on? Like, there's like millions of them. Anyway, one of those was a Connie Willis one. Um... But, yeah, she would be great, uh, at least in kind of developing the characters and the storylines and that kind of thing. It, I imagine it would be very – it would kind of be very Moffat-esque in, the, in that there would be kind of, you know, ongoing love stories and, you know, because she's very good at writing screwball comedy, which is a very – it's kind of a style of comedy, not really used as much anymore, but it was big in kind of like the 30s uh, and 40s in cinema. Basically, the the structure of it is, I mean, it happens in musicals a lot as well. It, it's The structure is usually, there's a plucky young girl <laughs> who's, you know, full of vivacity in life and she bumps into a guy who she completely bamboozles and they're obviously meant to be together, but she's already promised to someone else. Um, And through a bunch of, you know, wacky shenanigans, they end up realising they're actually, like, they're horrible to each other for the whole film and then they realise they're in love and then the uh, one that she's meant to be with uh, turns out to be a bit of a cad and so, of course, she... up with the new one. Like it's, you know, you've seen it a million times, but she writes these as science fiction books and they are so great, like so much fun. Um, but yeah, I, a screwball comedy Doctor Who would be berserk. Um, but she has, you know, she has a lot of other strings to her bow. She can write, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. But yeah, I think she, that would be an interesting idea. Um, although, you know, she's not in her first flush of youth. Like, I, I get the feeling that being a showrunner is a hard job. Um, the fact that people don't want to do it for much more than a couple of years makes you go, ooh, maybe this is something that's exhausting. Um, Jeff also says he reread the Dresden 
Prison Files. Um, the Gunslinger. The Gunslinger as in the – is that the Dark Tower the Gunslinger or a different Gunslinger? Um, and The Legend of the Condor Heroes by Jin Yong. Or are they all – but, yeah. I also like to follow Asleep to, among others, or Gravity's Rainbow and the Vor Kosigan Saga. That's a lot of stuff to be rereading and excited about, but I love it. I, I have weirdly read Stephen King's The Gunslinger twice, like, because I – then started reading the second book and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. And so I went back and read it again. And then I was like, I do remember all of this, but I just, I feel like it's something with Stephen King books where the ending is like weirdly opaque and you're like, I don't actually know what's happening. <laughs> it's very confusing. Um, anyway, uh, so we, yeah, the, here, here I am in a weird... <laughs> side side channel of what's going on in books because lovely Jeff on Patreon uh, sent them to me. A huge hello to a bunch of patrons at Patreon as well, which is, you know, I'm very, very thankful to everyone who uh, has joined and even people who've joined and then decided it's not for them and people who tried to join at the theoriser level and it wouldn't let them which has been more than one person so i'm sorry if that's you i don't know what's happening there did i set it too cheap and it doesn't like me (laughs) um anyway uh hey to rebecca thanks for being part of it um isaac and brad jeff monica james kendall ilario uh kian marcus tom squally jordan peter other peter um (laughs) Damo, Alyssa, Matt, Dr. Simon, thank you all for uh, being part of the club. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, if if you're having trouble with the the Patreon feed, I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I've ticked a bunch of boxes. So hopefully, if you try and get on the Theorizer one dollar a month feed again, it'll work. Maybe I have to put it up to a dollar fifty or something. I just it. But yeah, people are people are having trouble with it for some reason. Um, anyway, on to more memories of the day of the Doctor. This is one of my favourites. Uh, lovely Bert uh, Rob on the Adam Richard has a theory Facebook page uh, says. This is like, he said it was a rather special time watching The Day of the Doctor for the first time because he's a projectionist uh, working at the cinema and he had access to what they call the DCP, which is the Digital Cinema Package. Like, it's got its own weird format, um, like when you, you know, when you export and like an MP4 to play on the telly or whatever, uh, or if you were going to upload it to Twitter, um, then... Like it's like that, but it's a it's a special kind of package, like the digital cinema package, because like it's got like heaps of like uh, not just the you know really high res video. Uh, if it's in three D, it's in it's the stereoscopic bit of business. Like it's the two vision tracks flicking between them. Um, also, the all of the sound channels depending on what kind of cinema setup you have, and the seat information. I don't know if you know this, but like, there's wobbly seats in some cinemas that vibrate and rock around, and there's smoke comes out, and all of that is encoded into these the, <laughs> these files that the projectionists have to play at the cinema. Um, but yeah, Bert said uh, I had access to the digital cinema package two days before it opened, so I went in late. 
one night and watched it by myself in the cinema. <gasps> Got to make sure it works. It's like, you know, <laughs> eat biscuits to make sure they're not poisoned. <laughs> when you get back from the, from the, the supermarket, but better have one of these biscuits, make sure it's not poison. Um, so, yeah, went in late one night, watched it by himself in the cinema, and when Tom Baker appeared, I lost it. A very special night I will remember forever. Oh, yeah, that must have been amazing. Oh, did you turn to the people who went next to you and would go, oh, this is... Oh. I did that when I went to a <laughs> preview of Mean Girls. <laughs> I was laughing like, like myself silly. Turned to the person next to me, kind of slapping my thigh. and like, I am alone. Um, all right, more memories of the Day of the Doctor. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.